Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. From the Summer Skate Studios, behind the mask hockey shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for January 16th, 2022. Tonight's scheduled guest, Air Force Head Coach Frank Serratori. Behind the Masks College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota. College graduate, member of the military, then you might be eligible for special rebates and discounts. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See us at topgolf.com or go to your local Top Golf location. The NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you no matter what your destination. Metro by T-Mobile. Get 50% off or more when you add a new line to a new or existing account at Metro by T-Mobile. Buy Burrito Express. Six East Valley locations for fast, fresh, authentic Mexican food. M-Drive. Natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether original red or our new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next day at drurryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-INN. College Hockey Southwest Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, college hockey fans as it may be. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Live. It is our Sunday night reaction show. Uh, and it's even more of a reaction show tonight because we've got a live game going on in front of us, at least on nchc.tv. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. One last night in Arizona, and then it's off to Castle Pines, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from 10 feet below sea level on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you tonight? Uh, I'm just watching this conga line. To the penalty box. Yeah, and, uh, what Magnus the Arena. heck is going on? I just turned it on, and, uh, and and all of a sudden there's more more pioneers in the penalty box than there are on the bench. Well, there's that. I mean, this, this game has been nothing but a steady stream of guys heading to the penalty box. Denver basically built their 2 nothing lead on uh, Omaha going to the box the first period, and um, it just hasn't stopped. <laughs> I mean, geez, <laughs> but, holy smokes. I, I just turned it on. So legitimate calls or just craziness or bad calls? Uh, I, I think what you've got here is the second game of a series. 
And, you know, when you're in this league, every point counts and every game counts and every game, there's no such thing as a, as a giveaway game or a throwaway game. And, um, you know, it just, things get heated up and somebody takes offense to, to, to something that happens in a, you know, one of those little after the whistle things in front of the net and, you know, how much does it take, right? Especially yeah, it uh doesn't take much. <laughs> Not no. in the NCHC when you're the rivals are, are that I mean everybody's a rival in the NCHC. I mean you take every game like it's the last. Well, because there there's there's no nights off. I mean no, exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean just and and I'm sitting here and like like I said, there's been a, somebody's been on the power play basically the entire game. It was mostly <laughs> Denver in the first period, but um, and you don't and want to leave you've got, Denver on the power play. You just no, don't. Uh, you don't, and, and 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 now you've got like the 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 graphic on the screen that says power play keeps going on and off and on and off, and <laughs> sometimes it says two man advantage for somebody. And you guys uh, come in, guys come oh, smokes. Okay, well, I, I told you tonight, we got a great guest again. we got Frank Saratori, the czar of college hockey, as we like to call him, uh, coming on. Uh, and it, there are so many things this weekend, Paul. I called it the, the sweeps of the Southwest. Because oh, I hate, oh God, I know you hate when I give names. names. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you, you, you got to write headlines, right? If you can't write them uh, on newspaper, you got to write them on the air. So the sweeps of the Southwest. Um oh. Air Force gets a sweep. We got to talk to Frank about that. That was over Niagara. Uh, uh, and that was a, a, ASU got a three game sweep. <laughs> Not against well, the same yeah, I opponent, can't but even, <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah. Um, you know, they, uh, the, 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 the Air Force games against uh, Niagara were uh, really fun to watch. I, I, I don't know if the coach is going to feel the same way. Uh, I told you what he said after Friday night. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they won, so he'll be happy. But, you know, it's it's almost like the perfect coaches thing. You play well enough to win, but there's still plenty enough to, to say, hey, guys, what are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. You know? um, oh, yeah, exactly. And then um, Omaha, uh, Denver, you know, won pretty easily last night. And... Um, so did ASU, and, and and ASU was the better team on Friday, but they just couldn't beat the the the, the goalie over there for RIT. Um, and you know, so the game, you know, score wise was 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 a nail biter down to the end. Um, but 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 uh, they started off the week, Paul, by beating a really good Northeastern hey, team on they Tuesday. Beat Northeastern night. on Tuesday night, and, and I don't, jeez. <laughs> Now listen, they're, they're, they they I don't want to say they have to run the table, but they've got eight games left. They probably have to take win seven of them. Yeah, I, I said eight, but um, I think they have a shot I said if they probably win, if they win, win the right I, seven. I well, <laughs> let's put it that way. We know what's coming up, and um, yeah, that, listen, I mean, a couple of things I got to get are, off. All bets are off if they take two at, at Mankato, but I can't see that happen. Yeah, I, I can't see that happening. Even without Aaron Smith. 
Yeah, I was I was just going to say that um, things are well, going to get interesting now with the naming of the Olympic team because yeah. Jake Sanderson's gone. Right. Nathan Smith is gone. Matthew right. Nyes is gone. Uh, there's a lot of college players that uh, have opted to go to the Olympics and really? what that's going to do to the pairwise uh, between now and, um, I can't and the tournament. Just, like I said, just can't get too far. All, 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 all I have to say is, first of all, Here's a shocker. Somebody else in the penalty box at uh, at Magnus, that because that hasn't happened all game. Um, Denver power play now. <laughs> uh, this is this is this is where I can uh, the, the the way I approach this. Teams that ASU has played and teams that they have beaten, you want them to win every game possible. Yes, because that increases their pairwise, yes. which helps ASU's pairwise. Um. At the same time, you know, they've got those two tough games at Mankato. Um, and and I keep telling you, my friend, do not overlook those four games against don't, Fairbanks. Don't give me this nonsense that you keep telling me. I've been telling you that all year, <laughs> that that team is pesky. And that oh, team they're more than go away. They are and, more than pesky. They're talented. They just and, hadn't, haven't had a chance to put it all together yet, but – uh, and then you when know, you get them on their building, on their ice sheet, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, very, very pesky. Um, you know, they got a tie at Duluth. They beat that other maroon and gold team this weekend, which I loved, by the way. Um, and 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 we go. So it is not going to be an easy run of eight games. For okay, but before we get to Frank, I got to get two things off. Okay. Uh, I, I got to get them off my chest and say them. Uh, apparently, you and I irritated uh, the RIT people because uh, over it. They, they, they wanted us to stop talking about uh, the, uh, the number of games in my magic number. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> they don't get like that. It. So anyway. posts. It's not like we went on for hours. Uh, we riled up RIT, so that was kind of yeah, fun. Whatever. Um, the other thing is I talked with uh, Rick Zombo last night, and he did confirm to me that uh, they will not be playing Arizona State this weekend. Um, he said it's been just a mess for his team because they've canceled had, or had games canceled on them more than right. you can even imagine. Um, he, you know, he went down the list. He said it's hard to even – he said my guys are just flabbergasted. They don't understand it. Um, one, one day they can play, one day they can't play. Uh, so anyway, that series, isn't that, that every, exhibition isn't that series team? is off. Um, well, I don't know. He was he was really griping about his team, so I'd have to go. No, back well, I'm just saying. If you're paying, I mean, that's just been that way with everybody. You got a couple of games this week that are being made up during the week, which is nice. Um, I did. Yeah, I I I, I saw in that same story that uh, uh, ASU was going to try and find somebody to play one more game with. I don't know where you're going to get somebody this late in the season, but heck, I didn't expect them to add that game against Northeastern. So. Yeah, anything, anything can happen, but yeah, yeah, it, it's a shame. Uh, it was, it was going to be a good series. It was going to be a good litmus litmus test for for Lindenwood to see where they mm. were now towards the end of the season. But mm. I don't think it would have been that good now, knowing the fact that they uh, that uh, they haven't really played much because who knows, you know, how rusty they'd be, and you don't want to play a rusty uh, play rusty against Arizona no, State, but- who right now is playing their very best. Well, they they are they are they have played really well in these last three games. Um, like I said, the the RIT goalie kept him in it. Um, 
in that first game on on on, on Friday night. Um, but ASU pretty much uh, with four in the second period blew the doors off them uh, on, on Saturday night. And um, by the way, and I'll and I'll say this, could, uh, and I'm not saying this in a sarcastic manner, which I know I tend to do, but really good job on the stream by those RIT folks. Really good. Uh, you, oh, that'll make some good points with them. Well, uh, just, it is what it is. Uh, they were they were prepared. They were not uh, uh, obviously they're they're looking for you know they're they're going to raise their voice in excitement when 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 RIT did something good and and they should have you know that's the way you know it's not we're not we're not naive to say that they're going to call everything down the middle but um, they were prepared on their ASU stuff. And and so forth and so on, and that doesn't always happen when ASU goes on the road. And good and and the the, 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 the video quality and the camera work and all that other was 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 top notch. So good for them. They'll be happy about that. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I will I'll connect with you, then I'll connect with Coach Seratori, and we'll come back and uh, we'll bring them on. Hopefully, we'll have a little music for you. If we don't. Don't panic, folks. It's about uh, three, four minutes to get this all connected, and we'll go from there. We'll be right back on College Hockey Southwest Live. All right, welcome back, hockey fans. Indeed, this is College Hockey Southwest Live. Scott Strandy with you for the last night in Arizona, at least for a while, as uh, I make the move to Castle Pines, Colorado. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on Long Island, New York. And it's our pleasure to bring in the head coach from the Air Force Falcons, Frank Serratori, joining us tonight. Coach, we like to call you the czar of college hockey because I, I think you are everything that is college hockey. But welcome in and congratulations on the sweep. You know what? It's been a while. Uh, we kind of had a uh, quasi-sweep a little bit ago. Uh, we we uh, beat uh, Canisius, and we beat them in the shootout the next night. But we got a legit sweep uh, this weekend, and it felt pretty good. I felt uh, I was proud of our guys. Uh, we uh, we went into that without our starting goalie, Alex Schilling, who uh, 
who had uh, COVID uh, last week and uh, had a fall victim to the protocol. Sam Brennan, who was our leading scorer. So we had our, our, our only senior and our starting goalie out. And uh, our leading scorer, our defenseman Sammy Brennan, was out. And we found a way to get it done. Our young, our young group, uh, real proud of our young group. Coach, that was uh, one of my two favorite moments or one of my two or three favorite moments on the weekend. Um, when when you guys finally won that game on Friday night, I saw a genuine excitement uh, amongst his teammates as, uh, as you said, as your freshman goalie there, uh, Guy Blessing made his, uh, got his first, I think it was his first win of the season, right? First start of the season, right? Because they're yeah, really first excited. Start, first win, and he's our, uh, he, Guy Blessing is uh, the greatest uh, Falcon ever. From the state of from the state of Arizona, from the state of Arizona, yep. Um, he's, he, yep, he's in the record books. Well, we have several of those guys. We have Parker Brown, who's the greatest Falcon ever from the state of South Carolina. Um, nice. Yeah, we got we got a couple of those, but uh, hopefully we're going to be getting a few more kids from Arizona because they're pumping out some players. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I, I saw your quote uh, after Friday's game. Uh, from your great SID, Dave Toller. Uh, but when when I saw it, I wasn't surprised. Uh, you jumped out to a fast start. I believe it was something like you patted the guys on the back, and then at the end of the game, you, you kind of said, what the heck happened here? Why did, why did it end up 5-4? Am I close? Yeah, no, I, you know, it's, well, sometimes as a coach, you, you pat them on the back, and but you kick them in the butt. And uh, <laughs> one thing about our guys, like they, you know, our team's got a lot of spirit. They play, we got a real aggressive team, and uh, – uh, we play with probably might be the most the most making is the most physical team that I've ever had. But we need to have that on our side of the ledger because these teams are loading up with uh, grad transfers, the transfer portal. All these teams are old. All of them are deep, and it's like we can't. I, we we're not going to. Uh, we can't be more experienced than them, and, and uh, we can't be deeper than them. So we better outwork them, and we better be tougher. And um, we got off to you know out to a good start. And, at times, your your biggest you know attribute can be your biggest detriment if you don't know how to manage it. And um, you know our aggressiveness. You know you 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 want to get out and establish physical presence early in that first 20, 30 minutes of the game. And then the last uh, twenty or thirty, you got to take a log off the fire and you got to manage it a little bit. And uh, we took some uh, some penalties we shouldn't take late in the game and uh, talked to the guys a little bit about that um, uh, uh, Friday after the game and said, hey. You know, I, I can't, we can't have you come out softer. We got to come out harder, but we got to come out smarter. Let's put ourselves in that same position tomorrow, but manage the, the last uh, 20 or 30 minutes a little bit better. And uh, I thought uh, we I, we did exactly that. Well, I, I thought that both games, Coach, were, were, first of all, were a lot of fun. And, and you know, it just reinforces um, maybe the coaches don't always think it's fun, except when you get the fact that you get two wins. But um, you, know, you guys won the special teams battle this weekend, and you got the goaltending, and it always comes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah, special teams and goaltending is is is, is the name of the game, especially when you get to the playoffs. You know, the, the, one of the things I told the boys on Friday is we won five to four. You know how many you know how many five to four games we're going to win come playoff time. Um, the answer is zero. I mean, the answer yeah. is zero. A three to two will be a three to two game is going to be a shootout in the playoffs. You know, so we 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 need to we need to play better, a little bit smarter. We need to be play better defensively, not put ourselves in 
like I said, uh, not not put ourselves in harm's way, and, and we did a better job of that. We found a way to win a uh, a three to two game against a good Niagara team. The one thing about college hockey this year, with um, you know, with some of the teams that we lost, you know, and and uh, you know the transfer portal and all the you know the the, uh, the, the players that were at traditional schools uh, getting a fifth year, like everybody is deep, everybody is old, and um, like all these games, like. How many, like how many of the games? It's just, it's unbelievable how many games are one goal games. I mean, uh, the number of games that we've played and that haven't been one are are, are few and far between. Um, they say, hey, there's a goal. Let's put it this way, boys. There's there's in college hockey, it's rare where there's not a goalie pull on on a night. It's rare. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I noticed this weekend, coaches. You got a lot of scoring from guys you haven't been getting scoring from either. Well, we like we we like work. First of all, we had our leading scorer out with COVID, right? So you know, and uh, but after that, the way we're built, you know, we're we're not built on high end talent. We're we're you know we're built on on depth, and, and depth has got to be a, when we're good, we're good because we're we're we become great collectively, not because we have a great collection of talent, and um, you know. Uh, the, the the best teams that we've had, the championships that we've had, we, we've had scoring by committee. Now, you're, you're the pl- the players that play on the power play are going to end up scoring, getting getting more points just because they have more opportunities to get points. But the bottom line is even strength, even strength guys like we like we don't really have a a first line and a four line. We're a fourth line. We're look, we're a four line team is what we are. And that's that's Air Force hockey. Coach, when you're uh, when you're looking at your team right now, and you like to crescendo at the right time, I say when you get to uh, tournament time. But uh, it looks to me like it's that slow, steady build, typical Air Force. A- am I close on that one? Yeah. Well, and again, it's it's kind of uh, you know it, it's it is by design. And uh, you know, first of all, we, like we get freshmen in, they come in at the end of June, they go through basic training. I mean, like. Uh, they go through the beginning of the year. By the time they get to December, like they're they're you know they're looking they're seeing cross-eyed by the time they get to December. We need to, and generally we take a long break in December, and um, that break uh, you know gives our our group a, a chance to exhale, especially our young guys. Well, generally we come back in January and we're a little bit rusty, but our young guys now know the level, they know the academy, they know the routine. And then we start building towards the playoffs. And um, I, I think, you know, I just think it's the nature of the beast. Uh, you know, by the time we get to late February and March, we take that big break in, in December because we need it. And our just our kids need it for their own physical and mental health. But uh, then we get back on it. We're a little rusty. And then we start to build. We start to build. And, and uh, you know, at least, you know, usually every year uh, it, it's uh, – it, I can't remember the last year where we weren't playing our best hockey in in, uh, in late February and early March. You know, and I'm I'm looking forward to a big series in two weeks. Um, I know you've got one on the road first, but uh, I'm looking forward to see that Air Force Army the Academy rivalry game. Uh, can you give us a little preview of what that game is about? Maybe not necessarily this particular game, but in the past and just how much the Service Academies. Uh, uh, want to win for their own academy? Well, I personally, obviously, I'm biased, but and Brian Riley and I both are. But uh, I don't want to say that the Air Force uh, Army series is the 
is, is the greatest rivalry in college hockey because you've got some great ones out there with Michigan State, Michigan, and BU and BC, and and uh, you know you can go on and down the line. But I can tell you one thing about the Army Air Force series: it's the most special rivalry in collegiate hockey. Um, you know, you you're not going to come to a game. I, hey, I was part of the CC uh, Colorado College Denver rivalry, and it was, I mean, like. It, there was a genuine hatred between those two programs still is to this day. And um, with our rivalry, there's not a hatred because there's a respect. There's a great respect between, you know, those boys that are playing at West Point and our guys that are playing here at Air Force. Um, but, you know, the Army boys are the only ones that know what our boys go through on a day-to-day basis. Our coaches know what their coaches go through and vice versa on a day-to-day basis. When we play the, each other, it's... It, it's great because, like, it, like it's a fierce, violent, uh, hard play, uh, you know, competitive as you want to be type series. But at the end of the series, you know, both both teams are going to shake hands. Uh, they're going to go to the center ice together. The seniors are going to are going to line up together at, at the at the red line and a show of solidarity and and. Uh, and uh, we're going to stick salute the crowd together and, and sit there for each other's alma maters. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's the most special uh, rivalry that that I've been uh, ever been a part of in my life. Well, I'm. De- the, um, Go ahead, Paul. I was going to say before that, uh, and I don't know if this is correct, and and, and, it's, and it's just a, a misprint or what have you. Um, it says that uh, you guys are going to play next weekend at Mercyhurst, but it's got a, at least a website I'm looking at. It says non-conference. That's not a, that's, that's not a league no, series. No, 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 it's a league series. Something's wrong. That's what I thought. I was going to say that, that can't be right, uh, especially yeah. this late in the season. Um, yeah. You guys have to, I mean, you guys are in a prime position to get a first round buy. <clears throat> you have to make sure the guys don't get too ahead of themselves now. Well, I mean, we're not going to. We're young, and we have too much respect for the league and the level of play, and um, and that's not going to happen. I mean, the challenge for us is to go out and try to accomplish on the road what we've been able to do at home. And uh, and uh, you know, hey, we went to AIC uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, and we and we lost. Uh, they uh, the first night uh, they beat us by a couple goals. The second night they were up three nothing. We came back, but we fell short, uh, losing four to three. And um, uh, our goals are exactly that. Well, um, our number one goal is to, is to get one. There's six uh, first round buys in the playoffs, and we really believe that 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 we're good enough to be able to to earn one of those first round buys. Um, but to do that, we've got to get we've got to get points every weekend. We just we simply have to. And uh, our secondary goal, obviously, is to win our 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 series with West Point. That's our sister school and that's and and, uh, and our rivals and and that it's it's a big it's a it's the biggest game on the schedule for the folks around here and the folks around west point new york and all the servicemen and and that type of thing so it's huge but it kind of fits in hand in hand i mean like for us to to get that first round by we're gonna have to get points every weekend and and uh that means we need to get some points on that west point weekend as well um, and uh, Brian's got a heck of a good team. We didn't play last year because uh, uh, we got COVID and had to cancel the series and weren't able to make it up. But West Point's got a, a, a very good team. They've had a very good team for a couple of years. And, um, you know, uh, it, it, over over the years, it hasn't been many years where we haven't gone into that series where we weren't the favorite. 
and uh, on paper we're not going to be the favorite, but we uh, but we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. And uh, the other the other good thing about the game coming up with West Point uh, in two weeks is is uh, we're playing them at seven thousand feet here. We're not uh, we're not they, they they they're not getting any home cooking. They're going to have to come out here and they're going to have to take it. They're going to have to take it from us on our ice. Coach, let me ask you about Atlantic Hockey because they've been getting some big wins. Your whole conference has been getting big wins. Is it is it different this year, or uh, 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 or is the parity helping, or what? What's the reason for all of a sudden you guys starting to knock off big teams? Well, I think you know. First of all, I think we've always you know got some big wins in the league. I mean, some years more than others, but I think now just the nature of college hockey, um, you know, with a with, the, with everybody getting a fifth year with the transfer portal, the traditional schools, you know, um, they're reloading now. They're not having to rebuild. And, and everybody in college hockey is deep right now. There's more, it's a supply and demand deal. And, and, and there's more players out there than there are lockers available. So um, I think that just makes Division One college hockey deeper. I really believe, you know, we could expand by 10 teams and it wouldn't, and it wouldn't uh, at all diminish the level of play. Well, speaking of expanding, uh, there's a lot of talk about that going on. Uh, we we talk about uh, Anchorage coming back. Uh, uh, I had the uh, head coach on from Oregon who's making the jump from ACHA D2 to D1. They made no bones about it that they'd like to be an NCAA program sooner rather than later. San Diego State's talking about making the – or they are making the jump to ACHA D1. They also are going to do a feasibility study, I believe, to, to see what it takes. So – they're coming. We know about Augustana. We're not sure about Lindenwood yet. We, we think that's still a possibility, but um, are you surprised that that's all happening uh, in the next four or five years? Somewhat. And I mean, you didn't mention Long Island. Uh, we got a, also got a package from Utica College the other day, and Utica wants to make the jump. And uh, the biggest thing with these teams, and, and, and we the three of us have talked about it before on the air, it, to me, like uh, you know, to go Division One, you better like you you better make sure that you have a league lined up. And um, you know, Arizona State's been able to pull it off because they're Arizona State. You know, Oregon could probably pull it off because they're Oregon. They're they're a Power Five school, and um, they'd be a desirable place. Like Phoenix, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona is a, is a desirable place for teams to travel. Um, but for for Long Island, Utica, Lindenwood. You know, for these programs that aren't Power Five schools, like for them to to, to get it, to play at the Division One level, to, to the schools in Alaska, how long can you survive as an independent? You know, how are you going to get home games? And uh, like I said, um, uh, Arizona State's a special animal, and I think eventually, if they want to take their program, and they've done a Poly's done a fabulous job there. But if they really want it, if they, in order for them to take that to the very next level, eventually they're going to have to find their way into a league as well. Can I quickly follow that one up, uh, Paul, before you jump in? Sure. Uh, I talked with Coach Powers about that uh, a little bit, uh, Frank, and I told him um, it is, or I asked him, I should say, uh, is this a tough year to be an independent as far as trying to make the tournament because of the parity and, uh, not being in a conference and not having that auto bid even an option um, because I got a feeling that they might win 20 games, maybe 21. And if they do that, they still might not get in the tournament. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's, that, that's his business. And, and, and like, I'm just, I, I'm just worried about the Falcons right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah. like, uh, it, like, but the bottom line is, 
is uh, uh, for, for, like I said, for emerging teams, uh, they need, like St. Thomas came in as a, as, a, as a new team, but they came in knew, knowing where they were going. They were going into the CCHA. And I just think, you know, like I said, typically, like for these schools that, that, are, that are division two institutions or, they're, or, they're, or they're, they're not power five, they're a group of five or they're mid-majors or whatnot, for them to be coming into Division One and and to survive like as an independent, I mean, you know, you can be road warriors and go out and play, you know, twenty five to twenty uh, twenty five to or twenty four to twenty eight uh, road games, but I can guarantee you, if you're out playing twenty four to twenty eight road games, you ain't gonna you're not gonna win enough games to, to get an uh, to get a uh, an at large bid in the NCAA tournament. No. No. Um, Coach, just, just to get back to this past weekend, um, he, he, on Friday night you guys had 23 shots in the second period. And on Saturday night you only gave up three. As a coach, which do you enjoy more? Um, I, I enjoy winning periods, period. period. <laughs> 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 and, uh, well, I know and, that, but... And, uh, like, to, to be well, – I guess if you're asking me to pick, you know, I would pick the defensive side because ultimately if you're going to win in uh, late February and March, uh, in early March, uh, you're, you're going to have to – you're going to have to have a team that can that can win a, uh, a low-scoring game. So I would favor, obviously, you know, being able to play defensively and shut people down um, because, like I just said, when you, when, when you get to early March, you get to playoffs – and we've been in a lot of those games. We've been in a lot of championship games, and uh, the majority of those games have been have been uh, uh, two to one, uh, two to nothing, uh, one to nothing. Uh, that that's what they've been. And so, you know, you you have to be able to win low scoring games. You have to be able to play and, and feel comfortable in low scoring games. So, you know, that that's 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 what would uh, give me the most comfort, to be honest with you. And then. And like I mentioned before, we won five to four on Friday, and I told the boys, "Hey, this ain't going to be good enough." When, like when we get late February, we get to March, and teams are on the top of their game. You know, um, you and like you you ain't going to score five goals. You're gonna you're gonna need to be able to you know two or three is going to have to be enough, and sometimes even one. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Guy Blessing got his first two starts this weekend, um, and and. Alex Schilling, your captain and number one goalie, uh, coming off of COVID protocols. Is he going to have enough practice time to get back in there this weekend? Yeah, he actually practiced on Friday. He was off the practice on Friday, and uh, just he got an afternoon skate. And uh, but we, I wasn't going to do that for him sitting out for a week and, and put him in a game. And then Guy uh, went out and got a win, and then uh, I decided to give him another chance on on Saturday just uh, just because I th- I thought that he deserved it. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to put shells in a tough spot. Coach, final one for me, and we'll let you get back to finishing your dinner. Um, uh, when you start looking at recruiting right now, and I see you've had some guys commit, as uh, every team has, but uh, has the recruiting been different this year with uh, COVID and all that stuff or uh, getting the same types better. of players? It's been better. I mean, yeah. we can bring guys in on recruiting visits this year. Last year we couldn't. We yeah. do everything by Zoom calls. It was awful. And um, – you know, Michigan and Notre Dame and Arizona State and all these guys, they can all get people, they can get a lot of kids to commit on a Zoom call. The Air Force Academy, we were like, we're, we're a substance girl. We need to go on a date. We need to get them on a date. We need to get them here 
show them, uh, you know, what we have, what our campus is like, what we have academically. We need to show them all our facilities. And we weren't able to do that last year, and, and, it, and it hurt us badly. Uh, but this year is going a lot better because uh, simply because, you know, we can get – we can get recruits and their and their parents uh, on campus and uh, and show them firsthand all all we have to offer. Uh, Coach, one last question from me. Uh, give us a quickie preview of what we can expect next week when you guys are uh, in uh, Erie, Pennsylvania against Mercyhurst. Uh, you, you know, a five-bet man. They're going to be one-goal games. So hopefully, we're going to find a way to get on the good side of those. I mean, uh, that's just the way things have been, and and. Uh, like, to me, it doesn't matter who we're playing this year, but in, especially in our league, it doesn't matter. You know, when you're playing Denver, you're playing one of these uh, highly touted uh, uh, power teams. Different, a little bit different deal. But in our league, we got a good league. Everybody's pretty good. And to be honest with you, I'm like, uh, you know, we're we're going to have a few tendencies that we're going to talk to our team about uh, with Merciers. But the bottom line is, is we need to go out and execute. We need to go out and do what we do. And uh, we need to go out and impose our will on our, on our opponents. And uh, so it's, it's, it's 90%. Our game plan is 90% about us and, uh, and 10% on a, on a few uh, tendencies that you that you need to watch for key players, uh, tendencies on the power play, the four check, uh, those types of things uh, with our opponent. Coach, get back to that dinner, enjoy it. And uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks for that huge series, the biggest rivalry in college hockey uh, Army no coming to Air Force. No doubt, Scotty. You're moving to Colorado, right? Just down the street from you, my friend. You'll see me way too much now. <laughs> you're, moving to Colorado. You're, you're, moving, you're moving to Colorado like the rest of the world. Yeah, we become uh, we become East, uh, Eastern California. We got it's amazing. Co- uh, Coach, uh, I'm actually Colorado's a desi- desirable place to live, and, <laughs> and uh, it's amazing how many people uh, have moved here in the last couple of years. But uh, well, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Coach, I, I'm, re- I'm really leaving, Coach, because they're running out of water in Arizona, and I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to get anything to drink. <laughs> well, just buy, buy, a house, buy a house that doesn't have uh, grass because water costs more than whiskey here, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. I have a good rest Thanks. of the weekend. Congratulations again on the sweep, and we'll see you in a week. All right, folks, that's the head coach of the Air Force Falcons, Frank Saratori, joining us. Uh, Paul and I are going to be back in just a bit to uh, wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Live as uh, we continue watching uh, what's going on at Magnus Arena, uh, middle of the third period just about now, and the parade to the penalty box has continued. Um, Paul and I will be back in just a couple minutes. More than 140 live games from the nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask 
any hockey player in the desert southwest. And they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening oh. to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. All right, still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? Behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. As you plan your next trip, or perhaps your first trip in a while, Drury Hotels has over 150 locations to help you travel happy again. Winners of 16 consecutive JD Power Awards for guest satisfaction, Drury Hotels treats you right. Free hot breakfast and happy hours, 24-hour fitness and business centers, as well as more than enough Wi-Fi bandwidth to take care of all your connectivity needs. Whether you're traveling for business, catching a hockey game, or just trying to reconnect with cozy moments, Drury Hotels have the location and amenities you need when looking for a place to stay. Call 1-800-DRURY-IN or go to druryhotels.com and book your stay today. Drury Hotels, where our home is your home. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Live. Indeed it is College Hockey Southwest Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And, uh, Paul, you know the drill. Every time we have a guest on, I hear something, you hear something. So fire away. What did you hear from the czar tonight? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm too busy looking at Utica College, um, uh, because that's that's. I mean, listen, um, you know, he gets his team ready. Like I said, this is this is the time of the year they start focusing. Uh, everybody's ready to go. Uh, you know, 
the freshman wide eyes are gone. And now it's time to focus on what they do best, and that's be a pain in the neck to beat in the Atlantic Hockey postseason tournament. And if they can get a first-round bye, that just makes it even better. And will make them even more dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? You and I have talked about this, uh, the fact that they have to go such a long period of time. And I think Frank uh, looks at it differently. It's like, yeah. and maybe he's just saying that, and, and maybe it does irritate him that they can't play games. But uh, they take basically a month or more off during December and over the holidays. And uh, a lot of that is the uh, physical and mental grind of uh, being in the oh, service absolutely. academy. I mean, yeah, there, absolutely. There's no way that um, um, that that doesn't make sense in terms of, 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 of what they do. Um, you know, may, once again, maybe the, the, uh, the seniors are used to it, but um, it is a grind. It is, it it's you know and and they don't have, whether they get the government plane or not they don't have any short road trips other than if they play the odd home and home with Denver or or CC um, all their conference games are are, are long trips halfway across not, the country <laughs> but more or more and there's no uh, I mean uh, most of the schools in that league. Uh, all right, you're going to go play Sacred Heart. You're probably going to go to Hartford or when, you know, or, you know, assuming Robert Morris goes back into Atlantic hockey, you're talking about uh, a, a trip to Pittsburgh, which is, uh, you know, a relatively big airport, a big airport, um, you know, you, and you're going to Buffalo and that's kind of out of the way. And, 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 you know, Bentley and, 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 and Holy Cross are kind of, uh, in between airports, so to speak. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of planes they're flying, uh, at least when, you know, but if they're not flying that, the, the government plane, it's probably harder for them because they do have to go to, you know, uh, this, to, to places that are, there's not a lot of direct flights. I don't think from Colorado Springs to Worcester when they have to go play, um, at Bentley or Holy Cross or, uh, or what well, have and, you. And, and you told us all last week how much you love driving in the Boston area. So, <laughs> Oh, my Lord. I mean, that, that'll take up. That could take up a whole show. <laughs> so anytime they go out east, I'm guessing it's a challenge. But uh, they're used to it. They've done it before. Um, I'll tell you a couple things. I'm really excited to see this matchup. Uh, between Air Force and Army because uh, you hear a lot about – you know, everybody knows about the Army-Navy football game, right, and what that days, brings. But, that. Yeah, but um, Air, Air Force-Army on the ice, uh, I just can't wait for it. I, I just hope that it's everything that I'm building it up to be because I think it will. I mean, I've been it in enough be. Air Force games now to know what it it's be. like, and I'm going to guess uh, – there's some army people that are hanging out uh, in the Colorado area that are going to be supporting their squad as I'm well. I'm sure. I'm sure. And, and and we know uh, Brian Riley and uh, and Frank Serratore, two of uh, the greatest hockey well, minds royalty. in college that's, hockey. That's 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 hockey royalty right there. Both, yeah, well, you know, to have them both in one building Frank too, that's and, just got to be a blast. And any and you know and, and Brian Riley, that's that's just hockey royalty. And and um, I just. You know, 
I could just sit there and I guarantee you they could tell stories for hours and, and you wouldn't even realize how fast that time went. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, the one team we haven't talked about yet is Colorado College, who unfortunately, after coming off of their sweep, their road sweep at Miami, um, got saddled with the COVID schedule changes, and uh, they didn't have the opportunity to play at home like they were hoping to uh, this past weekend. So hopefully the uh, schedules kind of flipped around. There was kind of an odd off week on the 4th and 5th of February that they've kind of just flipped a little bit and got teams coming in. So hopefully um, that's what's going to happen is that uh, they get back on the ice and everybody starts to get healthy again. And um, if this is the biggest mess of COVID this year, Paul, or this season, uh, I think we'll be very thankful. Yeah, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed, right? Their, their next two games are against Denver, so they don't really have to travel. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's home and home, but that's, you know, that's, what are they, taking the bus for an hour? That's nothing. Yeah, it's, um, it's 45 minutes to an hour. It's no yeah. big deal. Unless so, there's snow <laughs> and you can't oh, see. Yeah. But uh, I, I think this weekend's going to be fine. I'll be there for uh, for both games, one at Colorado College, one at uh, Magnus in Denver. Speaking of Magnus, um, <laughs> 10 31 to go in the third period. Paul, it's still 2 nothing Denver. And there's still been a major march to the penalty box. Five-minute major just called on Omaha for a high stick to the face on Sean Barron's and uh, Denver going on a five-minute power play. They haven't scored one uh, since I turned it on, so maybe that'll change now. Who knows? But well, what a battle I, between these two. Yeah, it's just uh, – the, it is – you know, the, when when I clicked back over to – because I go back – I was going back and forth looking at the various box scores and, and, and so forth and so on, so I really wasn't necessarily paying attention to the game. And the first thing I see is the officials looking at it to review something. And it's obviously the whether or not to give that guy the the guy that hit the you know with a high stick. Yeah, uh, hit Sean Barron's right in the face. And, uh, they did. <laughs> well, and I, there's I don't know what they're looking at now. They're, it looks like they're looking to see whether the puck went in the net. No, they're not even that. I don't know. I mean, it's a high stick. I mean, okay, yeah. I, I guess they're trying to figure out two or five or five and gone or whatever i don't know yeah, uh, yeah they're looking at it like literally frame by frame i mean um I, to me if you can't see it, i mean that this is taking replay once again too far uh if you can't see it right away um uh, i'm not saying there's no penalty i'm just saying if you have to look at it frame by frame like that uh let's go you have 30 seconds if you can't you can't figure it out in 30 seconds then you know this is what you're getting paid for yeah, so. exactly. Okay, so time to break down the Super 16. We didn't do it last week because we just got too crazy with our guests and ran out of time. So uh, sit back, get ready, folks. I'm going to bring it to you. There's two of them that don't have current records because well, uh, they're playing because, games today, right? Well, yeah, but Quinnipiac played and they, they won today. So uh, Okay, I'll go, you, you give us their record when we get to them because they're number two. Uh, number one is Minnesota they're, they're State. 16, they're 16 wait wait till I get there. Minnesota State, 21-5-0. Quinnipiac is yeah. now what? 16-1-3. All right. Third, St. Cloud at 12-6-0. Michigan pulls down number four, 18-6-1. Uh, Lowell, 13-3-3. Uh, Denver um, in progress with a 2 nothing lead over UNO on a Sunday night game, on a Saturday-Sunday uh, schedule. Craziness. Um, number seven, Western. Uh, Western Michigan at 14-5-0. Oh. 
North Dakota, 13-8-0. UMass, 10-6-2, holds down the number nine spot. Cornell, um, wow, what a ride they've had, Paul. They uh, they get swept by Arizona State, then they sweep North Dakota on the road. Go yeah, figure. I, good. good. <laughs> I want Cornell to win every game for the next six weeks. Denver just scored, so they're now up 3 nothing. It's 257 left on the five minute major. I'm doing play by play here. Uh, number you 11. Must, you, you must be about two. I don't know how you're two minutes ahead of me, but I guess you are. Yeah. Well, that's usually the case. Well, I'm pretty much everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good try, though. I like that. It's, uh, it's, uh, now you're catching on. Uh, Ohio, Ohio State in at number 11 at 16-7-1. Michigan Tech at 12-12-8-1. Minnesota Duluth, 12-8-2. Wow, have they tumbled on your uh, Super 16. Uh, Notre Dame in at number 14 at 16-7-0. 15, you got Providence at 15-9-1. And, and uh, boy, a whole bunch of scribbling in number 16, but I believe it's Minnesota at 13-9-0. Honestly, you want to elaborate on any of those right now? Is that anything that uh, that you want to talk about on those? Honestly, there's a clear division at this point. Um, everything is so jumbled up in that bottom six-ish. I mean, I, the 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 top ten teams. Uh, or at least the top nine are relatively stable. Um, Duluth has struggled here the last few weeks. So, I mean, I don't, you know, uh, Ohio State is kind of creeping up slowly. Um, but, you, you know, once again, it's the quote-unquote parity, right? Because teams are not – there's not a whole lot of sweeps going on. Yeah, and for sure. It's a little – uh, more difficult uh, to kind of separate uh, the teams at, in in that bottom six or seven. Um, even if even as you get to see uh, more and more of them, uh, as opposed to early in the season. Um, but uh, I mean, you know, it it really is that bottom five or six are really a crapshoot. Isn't that normally the way order. it is? The closer uh, we get to the I tournament, guess. I've never, I've, that... you know, I've never done this week to week before, so I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, in the end, it almost it doesn't matter because because uh, of the pairwise, it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a good talking point because everybody yeah. sees it differently. Some the coaches. Poll is one thing. Uh, the regular media poll um, is another thing. Another kind of poll with a blend is another thing. Uh, yeah, I know. But, it's just... but I call this the eyeball one because I'll be honest with you, Paul. Some of these guys that vote, and coaches will tell you this themselves, they don't see these games. They're too busy with their own program. So they're just uh, – their votes are going in, but it's kind of going by what they heard um, unless they happen to play one of these teams. But – I think that that your your eyeballs tell you a lot. I, well, you see I, a lot I, of games. You see a lot of games. To, you see I'm a lot of to com- see as much as I can. Yeah, but you see a lot of games of teams that are like Cornell and and Minnesota, and uh, ASU, for example. 
that that was a good series. And I know you saw a lot of Cornell and North Dakota during that series. So you you can once your eyeballs see comparison games, I guess you can call them. It kind of gives you a better feel for what they got, doesn't it? Uh, it does. Uh, you, you know, but you know, you know, if I had four TVs as opposed, and I guess I could do it on my TV. It just, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that technologically advanced um, to to stick the cable into the my laptop, and I probably should. But then that means I got to sit on top of my laptop because it's not wireless <laughs> to my TV. <laughs> Right. Um, and and watch four games at one time, like I'm sure that uh, Michael Weissman does on it on on his big TV as he <laughs> tries to snip those highlights for nchc.tv and uh, uh, you know the website uh, nchc hockey. Um, but you know, uh, I'm not that technologically advanced. Well, let me tell you the next two weeks for me. I'm going to see this series, the home and home between. Uh, Colorado College and Denver, the first one. Then there'll be a second one to end the season. And then the following weekend after this one will be that Army Air Force. Um, I I just think it's going to be phenomenal hockey. I mean, I've seen a lot of Denver. I've seen a lot of Colorado College. I've seen quite a bit of Air Force. And uh, I'm just really impressed with the way they're all playing. And um, I know our our friend Jordan McAlpine is going to be joining us next Sunday night. it knows what the uh, second line at Denver looks like. Now he texted me last night and he goes, Oh my goodness, that Rizzo Mazer uh, right line is something else. And what my guest, I believe on Tuesday in my player profile interview is going to be Sh- uh, Shane, Wright. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't That'd that be, be cool though, too? <laughs> uh, Cameron, right. Uh, who uh, was the transfer from guess where? I don't, Bowling Green. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and and but there's too uh, many transfers to keep track. Of. <laughs> I can't do that. But but I, you know, he's had a half a year now to to join in uh, with his teammates in Denver, and from all indications, from what I've heard from Coach uh, Carl and everybody else, is that he has fit in really, really well. And obviously, you put him on a line with Mazer and uh, Rizzo, and you've uh, you've got something. And if you make that your second line. Oh, that first line uh, is really happy because uh, that takes a little bit of pressure off of them when those guys can perform like that. And uh, really, uh, when I look at the lineup, and I, I sound like I'm biased on this, I'm sure, but when I look at the Denver, Denver lineup offensively and you go right down the center, oh, my goodness, they have they might have four of the best centers in college hockey on one team. Well, you know, I mean, it, it's – you know, you just got to watch and, and, and see, and they, they, they go four lines deep, and, and, you know, this is why they'll be a very tough out no matter where they end up, um, you know, especially since, you know, as, as it gets closer and closer to tournament time, they'll, the, the chip on their shoulder uh, is not going to get any smaller. I'm yeah, you, you don't sure. think they want to be the number one seed at Loveland in the West? I'm sure <laughs> they do. Uh, by oh, yes, the way, they do. Um, uh, Coach Carlo, if you're if you're eventually listening to this, uh, yeah, he was he's not on the bench this week of the COVID protocols. So uh, hopefully you he, he might be listening right now. Maybe just turn well, the sound down on his TV and watching the game. Not. And... Probably not. <laughs> but if you uh, hear I'll, tell coach, I I'll tell him. I'll tell him on Tuesday. Uh... Um, 
Uh, I'm, listen, I'm sure he's happy with the 3 nothing lead. I'm sure he's not happy uh, as he's watching a steady parade of players the penalty box. So, Yeah, Omaha plays a, a pretty rough-and-tumble style, uh, and I think they have to. But, man, Isaiah Seville's been really – can I say this? He's been really, really good in a 3 nothing game where he's given up three goals. But, oh, my God, in that five-minute major – uh, he was making one after another after another. So we know how good that kid is. But yeah. how good has the goaltending uh, been around the country this year? Well, I, I, you know, it's it's crazy because, um, you know, you've got you you watch weekends where they're putting up a thousand goals, and then you watch weekends where nobody's scoring. So, um, and I think goalie is going to be like uh, the quarterback equivalent in, in, with football. You, you're seeing with the transfer portal, um, uh, you, you will see uh, in, in football more and more goalies transferring on a regular basis because they want to go somewhere where they can apply. Yeah, and, can't blame them. And, you know, there's only one net. There's six defensemen, 12 forwards. Sometimes one or more of each, but usually there's only one goalie. So uh, same thing with quarterback. Teams will rotate wide receivers and, and running backs, et cetera, but they usually only go with one quarterback. And those guys want to play. They don't want to sit on the bench. So, And, uh, and they are the difference makers, position. you know, uh, good or bad, right? Yeah. Um, the, 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 you know, so this is why – uh, you're going to see better and better goaltending uh, all over the country at every in every conference and at, at, at every school because guys can move now and they're going to want to play. And if more te- and as more teams come in, you know, uh, you're going to get those guys from the transfer portal because coaches are going to want that veteran goalie to backstop that expansion team, so to speak. So you're going to see it. And uh, by the way, um, that was one of my other one of uh, my other two favorite moments uh, from this weekend was uh, Bronson Moore got to play at RIT on Saturday night. Yeah, I had to love that, huh? Um, and and loved the reaction that he got from his teammates after that game ended and play the whole game played like the last five or six minutes. But, you know, hey. Uh, loved seeing the reaction from his teammates uh, as ASU won that second game. And uh, another very, very uh, interesting game was that, that second game between uh, Ferris State and St. Thomas, who you mentioned earlier. Uh, St. Thomas has a 3 nothing lead uh, in, that, in that second game. And slowly but surely in the third period, Ferris State chips away and scores with like 50 seconds left to tie the game at three. And then, as 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 the game as the, as the last that last minute rolls run rolls around, uh, Matt Jennings from St. Thomas hits the post with about 15 seconds left to go in regulation. And then scores with three seconds left in the game to win the game for St. Thomas. And 
And you think that's watch. a memorable 400th win for Rico Blasi? It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, I think he's going to remember that game for a long time. Uh, oh, I think so, too. That was such a big win for his program, but to be number 400 his- of his career, too, is just unbelievable. Big win for his program, and, and, and just watching the reaction of those guys after they, they get that win is just – I mean, those those were were big-time moments for me this weekend, and I really – and I really was enjoying watching those. You know what? And I think uh, Isaiah Seville has made 50 saves in the third period. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And only given up one goal in the third. It's 3 nothing Denver, 54 seconds to go. Denver, as is fitting, I guess, for this game, will end the game on a power play unless they score in the final 54 seconds. So um, uh, unbelievable. Uh, it, it's uh, I, I've now seen – Western in person against Denver twice, and now I've seen Omaha. Um, it just solidifies to me how good this Denver team is, and it, they're talented. But they're yep, they just scored. They just scored with forty nine ticks left. Uh, the, the depth on this Denver team is what's going to get them going, and that was Carter Mazur, I think, that just got that one. So four nothing, a Denver lead. So that will complete it. I think. I think we can say it, Paul. Every team in our conf- in our coverage Jerry, that played this weekend got a sweep. Uh, well, that's if you say this year, right? Because sweep, year, yeah, sweep next, of the Southwest. Next year, you're just adding every. You're, we're just going to have every team. So I don't know how you're going to get to sixty different teams, but you know. No, next year we're adding two, and they're both from Alaska. So come on, Alaska, start supporting us down here because uh, we got you covered. Well, they do. They do. They, <laughs> they do. I'm teasing them. I'm teasing him. Uh, I sent Nate Persall a, a little message congratulating him on the win. And he said, thanks. It's going to be a great plane ride home. Yeah, <laughs> right. If you're going to win, if you're going to win, if you're going to win, if you're going to split a series, take that second game. Makes the flight home better, especially yeah, as long ha- as they have. Absolutely. Okay, so the pairwise for our four teams will come out tomorrow. Super 16 will be on uh, the Twitter as well, uh, so you'll be able to find that. I will be um, on a 12-plus hour car ride from uh, Arizona to Colorado tomorrow. And I'll talk to everybody uh, tomorrow night on Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly from Colorado. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios behind the mask, College Hockey Southwest Live on the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Brought to you by Burrito Express. Homemade taste, takeout speed, six East Valley locations. Go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three valley locations or behindthemask.com. Peterson Toyota, whether you're looking for your dream car or shopping on a budget, we take the time to find the perfect Toyota to fit your needs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. Available at all Allegiant Stadium events and, of course, at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites. Now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Jets Pizza. Go to JetsPizza.com to find your fresh deal at your nearest Jets location today. Metro by T-Mobile. Get exclusive offers by becoming part of T-Mobile Tuesdays when you switch to Metro by T-Mobile. Top Golf. Play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. 
Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center. Go to topgolf.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. And by M Drive. Go to mdriveformen.com and see which M Drive formula is for you. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time HockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and available for download at iTunes, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest live from the Summer Skate Studios, and all of our weekly podcasts are a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. All right, well done, my friend. I'll end it tonight on uh, a couple of notes. We'll talk about uh, Colorado College and Denver on uh, Tuesday night as they prepare for our Spotlight Series, uh, Home and Home. Uh, of course, Air Force on their way out to Mercyhurst uh, for a weekend series. Arizona State should have been playing. Um, now, Lindenwood, but that won't be happening. We'll find out if there's any changes in the Arizona State schedule this week. And... Uh, Big second happy birthday to uh, my grandson, Rowan, who got his first set of skates, a helmet, gloves. Um, well, sometimes they're gloves. Sometimes they're just mittens. Uh, but, but, but happy birthday, Rowan. We, uh, we're so excited to have you uh, putting the, the, the ice hockey gear on and, and getting a chance. Than to... I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was classic. He took a little twirl uh, on the ice. But uh yeah, he's all ready to go. Uh, I, I think it's mittens, and if I'm not uh, not mistaken, when he found his helmet, it was uh, hockey football. Yeah, really <laughs> he's familiar with that football helmet. But yeah. uh, happy birthday, Ro. Wish I could have been there. Uh, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. De Niro will ask everybody to tune in tomorrow night for Professional Hockey Southwest Weekly. Tuesday night, Paul and I will be back at you with College Hockey Southwest Weekly. And Wednesday night, the uh, Great West College Hockey Podcast. Uh-huh. How's that? The Great no, West College Hockey Podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah Stephen and I will be back. Uh, lots of stuff going on ACHA-wise. Who knows? We might even have the head coach from the number one team in the country, uh, Rick Zombo. He's thinking it over. He's wondering if he just really wants to come on and talk to me or what. But he said, I'll let you know after I've had a chance to think about it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Ah, I love it. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.